and welcome to Cooped Up. I'm Danielle Mannion here in Maynard, Massachusetts, where I'm cooped up with you and we are documenting history. Um, I don't think I mentioned it enough that that intro, the bumper music, was um, given to me by Mark Femino. It's off one of his albums. It's called Tiny Tarantula, and he let me use it. So thank you, Mark Femino. He's the chorus teacher at Millis High School and Middle School and Elementary School. Um, but today we're going to be talking to another Millis friend, Millis celebrity, global celebrity, really, um, Jennifer Monroe Nathans. Hello. Hello. Glad to be with you. It's so nice to hear your voice. You have well, such- thank you. It's nice to hear anyone's voice, though, isn't it? Tell us, tell our listeners about your life. What do you do? This is what I want to, I want you to tell your whole story. <laughs> no. um, My whole story. <laughs> I want to hear okay. what you do, and then I want to talk a little bit about comedy, of course. Okay, sure, absolutely. So I am currently the pastor of the Church of Christ Congregational, United Church of Christ, which is located in Millis, Massachusetts, and I've been there 12 years, and um, I am also a stand-up comedian. So I do quite a few things, um, studied improv at Second City, and right now I am performing live from my living room. Oh my God, that is amazing. It it's, is so uh, cool. It's a, it's a, yes, my dog is very impressed with me. <laughs> um, so I think, like, I want to jump right in, but I, I, I'm trying to keep myself backed up a little bit here and talk about some of the things you've been doing online. Like you are writing these little prayers, um, which I'm not a religious person, but I read them every single time, every time they come across my feed, because they just offer such a sense of comfort. And I often copy them and send them to my mother-in-law who is very religious and, and she appreciates that a lot, you know? Oh, nice. I'm glad to hear that. So how are you keeping in touch with your parishioners during this time? Well, you know, we're, we're following the guidelines. We are staying at home. And uh, every time I come up with a brilliant idea of how we can connect, then, you know, we're told, no, 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 stay at home. <laughs> so, for instance, we were going to do a drive-through because um, Palm Sunday is coming up. And mm-hmm. so we were going to offer palms you know, as a drive-through. Come through, I would be masked and gloved and would hand them through the window. Yep. And, you know, I talked to the Board of Health and got approvals for it, but the denomination and, and the, the diaconate of my church was like, you know, but that's encouraging people to be out. And we really want to be, the church needs to be and should be a role model of what we're doing and what are we doing? We're staying home. So huh. we're staying home. Yeah. So I'm trying, um, like you, you mentioned the prayers, so I try and remember to do a, a morning prayer and a bedtime prayer on Facebook every night on mm-hmm. my personal page. And... Then on Tuesdays and Thursdays, I do a Facebook Live broadcast for anyone who wants to to watch on the church Facebook page. And then I'm actually doing our Sunday morning worship services live from my living room on Sunday morning. And how much are you talking about what's going on in your sermons? Quite a bit. Yeah. Because it, it would seem a little disingenuous to ignore it. Right. The fact. The very fact that I'm coming to you from my living room means that something's up and yeah. to ignore it. I think, but finding the balance is what's tricky now. 
right? Because we're inundated. It's, it's all COVID-19 all the time. Right. And while we want to understand that and respond to that, we also need to, if we're, if I'm ministering to the, the spiritual needs of people and, and our souls, we also have to remember that there's more to life than COVID-19 and how do we connect and how do we keep connected and, you know, how do we remember that there will be life beyond this? I love that. Yeah, that is so true. I think part of why I started this podcast pretty quickly, right off the bat, I thought, well, what are we going to do? What are people going to do in their houses? And I, I really try to stay away from talking about the virus and just mm-hmm. what are you up to? during mm-hmm. this kind of strange time. So, all right, let's talk about your comedy a little. <laughs> um, first, sure. first, I want to talk, you, you put a lot of comedy into your signs, and sometimes I think it's kind of dangerous because I want to take a picture of it as I'm driving by them all the time. <laughs> They're so good. Um, you have a sign in front of your parish, and why don't you tell us some of, like, some of the history of that? Sure. So um, the church bought one of those slide-in letter signs that goes in front of the building, and they bought it to uh, promote, we do a lot of, try to do a lot of community outreach or community events, like uh, dinner and a game night, you know, for board games, just for people to get out of the house, or back in the days when we could get out of the house. Um, you know, things like outdoor movie nights, where we, you know, we've got the licensing and all that stuff to, to project the movies on a big inflatable screen. Yeah. Uh, all different kinds of things, you know, church suppers or any kind of events that we're having. But between the events, the sign would just sort of sit there or would just have, you know, come worship with us at 10 a.m. So I figured, and, and the location is really what you need to know because it's at a four-way, a really wonky four-way stop yep. in, in the center of town mm-hmm. on what used to be the town common. So it's a perfect location because p- people have to stop right in front of the sign. So you have no choice to, but to read it. Absolutely. So I decided that it would be a really fun way to kind of show the, the personality of the church because in this day and age, and, you know, it's breaking my heart to, if I'm watching the news now and I'm seeing those pastors in, in Florida who are trying to gather, you know, thousands of people or hundreds of people, and, you know, I, I want to just scream, excuse me, that that is not Christianity, you know, <laughs> pardon me, you know, we're actually not supposed to put each other at risk, that's not what we're doing here. Um, so this, this slide and letter sign seems to be like a really good opportunity to show people that. The, the community, the gathered church, can have a sense of humor, that we're not stuffy and hypocritical and judgmental. And, you know, the, the beauty of it is we're a bunch of knuckleheads, mm-hmm. just like the disciples were, right? I mean, we miss the point half the time, but we're trying. Yeah. We're really trying. So to be able to use the sign was just a gift. And so sometimes I would put up a movie quote or um, after, after Prince, Died. We had the dearly beloved. We are gathered here to get through this thing called life up on the side. Yeah, I remember that. After the the Pulse nightclub shooting, I put the Lin Manuel Miranda quote of "Love is love is love" yep. up on the sign, and that got huge, huge. traction, including Lin Manuel Miranda retweeting it. So you know, it was it's kind of been an interesting an interesting thing. And oh, if I can tell you a, a kind of a side story about that, yeah. So that. That got a lot of traction, that the love is love is love quote up in front of the church. And last, a year ago in March, we, my husband and I were on vacation at this resort 
uh, in Mexico. Mm-hmm. And we made friends with this wonderful couple from London and the gay couple. And they were, they were, we were just, we hung out and we just had a real great time together. And I don't even remember how it came up, but the, this church sign came up and he looked at me and he said, don't tell me that's yours was the love is love is love <laughs> church sign. And he oh. saw it. He had seen it in London. That's amazing. And, you know, it, was it gave me goosebumps. I have goosebumps you know, now. <laughs> did, it, did it change his life and did he suddenly return to church? No, he didn't. But did he recognize the fact that not all churches are, yeah. you know, Against. not going to be welcoming to him? Right. So, you know, so in that sense, I think that that really, it mattered. You know, just a kind of a silly putting things up on a church sign. It made a difference. It does matter. It does. And and my entire family knows about your signs. I've, I've talked about them um, frequently. So you, when you talk about traction, you've gotten some real interest from those signs. How many people have seen them? Do you think, what are some of the statistics? Oh, you know, I am not a numbers person. So I really, I, I, I couldn't tell you. I do know the only one I ever really ever checked was yeah. the Lin-Manuel Miranda one. And that went yeah. well over a hundred thousand people. A hundred thousand so. people. That's insane. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So I know it really is, you know, this little, you know, I mean, who am I? I'm a little knucklehead in Millis, you know, just trying to do my best. And, you know, sometimes you just never know yeah. how things are going to move in the world. Well, you have a great sense of humor. And, and I have to say that I run a conference that would have taken place yesterday, but obviously did not. Um, and you have come and done some improv work with students at this conference I think improv is such a an amazing skill to have. So how did you get involved in that? Well, I was fortunate enough to receive a grant from the Lilly Foundation for my sabbatical. And I was able to use that grant to go and live in Chicago and take a month of classes at Second City in Chicago, improv and writing classes. And I'd never done it before, and it just was something that... I wanted to try. It made my heart sing, and I was able to go and do it. And boy, what an incredible experience that was! Yeah, and yeah, and so you know, it just really. But life is improvisation. You know, just the, the, look at us now, yeah. right? I mean, last month, what I have said, this is what we're going to be doing. Of course not. We're make. We're truly making this all up as we go along. That is so no true. one has done this before. Yeah. And so when you when you look at everything we're doing as, as improv right now, mm-hmm. you just have to accept what's coming next and say, well, yes, I'm going to take this and see what I can do with it. So with because your that's, that's what we got. Yeah. I, I mean, that is so accurate. That is such a good description of I, I'm sure how you look at things, especially, which is probably what gets you through. Mm-hmm. Um, having a sense of humor is important. <laughs> Especially during times Critically. like this. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. And so you kind of did some interesting things with stand-up. You were involved mm-hmm. with other denominations, correct? Sure. Well, um, Is that the right way to say the, it? The, yeah, the, kind of. It, it's more of an interfaith thing. Okay. And, and what happened was I was at a preaching conference, and Susan Sparks, who is a minister in New York, is also a stand-up comedian, and she and I got chatting, and she told me about a comedy tour that she's on called the Laugh and Peace Tour, and it's with a rabbi and a Muslim comic. So you have the three Abrahamic faiths represented on this comedy tour. Mm -hmm. And um, she put me in touch with Rabbi Bob Alper, 
and um, I did some work with him and was able to, to be kind of the swing person on that and did a couple of, of gigs around the country with him. What are some of the and things that you guys talked about on stage? So we each did our own stand-up bit, uh-huh. and then at the end there was a, a question and answer time. Uh-huh. And really talking about the need for community, and, and one thing that that really almost always came up was the fact that if you looked around the audience, at the diversity in the audience, and you realized that in the time that the show had been taking place, people had been laughing together. And when you laugh together, you're not fighting. When you laugh together, you're not arguing. When you laugh together, you're a community because you're laughing at the same thing at the same time. Right. And so the ability of laughter to really form connections and bonds and Uh community was important. Yeah. I'm sure your comedy kind of is a force when you're, I don't know, being a minister, being a preacher. Bring, um, bringing people together. Do you use it in your sermons? I do. I, do. <laughs> I mean, that's, that, that's my, that's who I am, right? I yeah. mean, is there anything more painful than watching a minister who can't tell a joke, like <laughs> trying to tell jokes? It's really awful. Um, love you, my brothers and sisters, but <laughs> knock it off. Um, you know, it's, but that's, that's how I, that's how I am in the world. And, you know, even in, in the prayers that you mentioned before that I'm doing my morning and evening ones on mm-hmm. Facebook, you know, the, some of them, they're I real. think as I'm, they're real and, and they're funny, you yeah. know, and as I'm pushing the, the, the publish button on it, I'm thinking to myself, well, there's the end of my ministry, you know, <laughs> as it goes out. You know, I had one the couple, last week about, you know, oh God, let me, you know, the, yesterday was a tough day. I ate a bag of cookies and washed <laughs> it down with a glass of Chardonnay. You know, I'm <laughs> hoping tomorrow will be better. Amen. Kind of a thing. Yeah. But it's real. It's uh, real. And that's, that's where we are. And it is funny. I think that's, I know, yeah. I, you know, it's, I'm not the only one doing that. No. So it's no. True. <laughs> um, yeah. Speaking of that. Um, so you're home with your family. I am. Who's with you? So I have a 21 year old son, Parker. He mm-hmm. is home from LaSalle university. He is doing classes online for the rest of the semester. Yeah. So he's working out of his bedroom. What year is he? He's a junior now. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, (laughs) it is. Time just has flown. And then my husband is home. He is a scientist at Pfizer and he is working from home and um, whatever that means, because I am not letting him set up a lab in the kitchen. (laughs) That was, that was a hard no for me, but he's, uh, he's set up in the dining room with his computer and his, his work. And I am in the living room, and we also have a six-month-old puppy who is a delight because every time I try to go live on Facebook, he runs around <laughs> behind me, usually doing completely inappropriate things. Last week, he came flying through the room with a hammer in his mouth as <laughs> I was talking. So, um, you know, he makes it he makes it real. What kind of dog is he? He's a woodle. He's half half standard poodle, half Wheaton Terrier. Oh. And all wimp. He, this is the biggest wimpy dog that you will ever see in your life. But he's he's sweet. I so. have a I have a golden doodle, and he's oh. really sweet. I just adore him. He's huge yeah. though. He's like having a pony. I'm I'm the, <laughs> I'm the person you see. Wa- like we have no discipline. I'm I'm walking down the street with him, and he's like pulling me, and I'm basically flying <laughs> through the air. 
but he's he's all love. He's just too much love, you know. Yeah, yeah. No, I do. I know. I know. But is it for us? It's been a, a real blessing to have this dog. Is you know as naughty as he can be. Yeah. It, it's it's free entertainment it at is. this point, mm-hmm. and it's free. You know. Boy, I'm getting fresh air more than I would have if yeah. I didn't have him. Yep. I got to take him out. You so got to go it's, out. It's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, wow, I can't believe your husband. I forgot he was a scientist. That's very interesting. Wow. Yeah. Doing that. We have a lot of discussions about the virus. Yeah. Um, you know, it's great. It's like having my own Mr. Wizard or Bill Nye the Science Guy at home because if we're watching something on the news and I don't quite understand it, I can just turn and be like, okay, now explain it to me in terms of like a chocolate chip cookie. So he gets, he gets me. So <laughs> and it's, it's, and it's such an interesting marriage, a scientist and somebody who's mm-hmm. so based in faith. Like that's really yeah. intriguing. I love that. So it speaking is, of but, that, Oh, go ahead. Yeah. Oh, I was just going to say, um, you know, he is a person of great faith and his science actually informs his faith. So, um, you know, there there really isn't a disconnect between science and faith. We can believe that, you know, God has given us our intellect to use and uh-huh. scientific discoveries to use for the, the greater good of humankind. So it works. I, I can buy that. I like that a lot. Um, and you are moving. We are. And um, that has got March, to be crazy right now to even tell you, think about. On March 1st. I candidated at another church, and they voted and offered me the position as the senior pastor, and I accepted it mm-hmm. because, you know, life was going to go on as normal. How did I know this was happening? So, yes, changing churches and trying to sell a house in the middle of a pandemic was not on my list of life goals. Right. Uh, however, I find myself here now, and, yeah, we're, we're finding ways to figure this out. Okay, um, here's one thing my, I, I would I, ask. When you're moving, it's a good opportunity to get rid of stuff. How yeah. are you doing that? <laughs> well, we, you know, right before the worst of it came, uh-huh. we had a dumpster delivered. Ah, and so, <laughs> fortunately, I was able to do that. However, um, we are supporters of the New Life Furniture Bank, mm-hmm. which is a wonderful organization in Walpole, Mass. And they, they take furniture, you know, yeah. good, good used furniture to help refurnish people who are, who are unhomed yep. and getting into homes. And, but they're closed. Yeah. Um, we tried to return. I've got a bunch of old electronics that mm-hmm. I wanted to, to recycle and Staples used to take them. They're not taking anything now because of the virus. You know, it's, so things are just, piling up and I have a great feeling that I am going to be moving a lot of things that I really didn't want to move. Yeah. They're coming with me. And so are you, Pat, when, when are you moving? Well, that is yet to be seen. Mm. Um, I start the new, at the new church on the 15th of June. So, you know, I feel like every day I have no idea what's happening (laughs) (laughs) at all. Um, yeah, and uh, you know, finding ways to I have to be intentional. I've been I've been in Millis for 12 years. I love I love my people. Oh my gosh, so you have I to really, say goodbye. I have to say <sighs> goodbye. I have to find ways to have to find ways to say goodbye. Oh and goodness. I'm sure, you know, in, in a normal situation when a a clergy person leaves, they're gone, right? You you don't come back. You don't have contact. Right. This is not a normal situation. And so I'm, you know, I'm, I'm assuming we'll find a way to, 
to make it work. If it has to be after, it has to be after. But I will find a way to say an int- very intentional face-to-face goodbye mm-hmm. with people. Um, oh, my goodness. My eyes filled up thinking about that. I think I'm feeling extra emotional because I'm thinking about my students. And I was feeling bad that I wouldn't, you know, that people are talking about not going back to school. And if that happened, how do you say goodbye to your seniors that you've taught since fifth grade? And right. But I can't imagine a lifetime of parishioners. That's that's really hard. That's really unfair. Hmm. Um, lucky Littleton, though, you're moving to Littleton. I am moving to Littleton. Yeah, very, we're, we're excited. Yeah. It's a really nice community, and it's very it's close beautiful. to me. So I'm, I've oh, been good. mentioning how excited I am that you're going to be nearby. There's, well, I expect to see you in church then. <laughs> I think I'm going to have to do it. I, I think I'm going to have Ooh, to. <laughs> look at me getting parishioners already. I'm not even there yet. I'm definitely interested Yay. in, you, you also do like brews. What, what is it that you do? Oh, bi- my Bibles and brews. <laughs> yes, we're actually doing that virtually tonight That's as a excellent. Zoom meeting. <laughs> yes. So we, uh, we meet at a local Irish, when we could meet, we meet at a local Irish pub. That's and fabulous. we just gather around in the snug in the back and... Uh-huh have some dinner and some drinks and I come with a topic and we, we hash it out where faith meets reality, you know, faith meets the, the real life that we're living. I love that. You know, the word snug. That is so cool to (laughs) tell people what that is. Snug snug is a little like a booth kind of tucked off into the side of a pub. Mm -hmm. It's a snug and snug is a great word. It is a great word. And in Ireland, they're, they're so cute. There are these tiny little mm-hmm. rooms that you scooch into and it, some of them are kind of secret and they used to be where the women went, right? I think I had yeah, heard I that once. History, yeah, that yeah they're cool. pretty cool. Um, yeah. And I wanted to tell you before I forget, household goods. I know you like the place in Walpole, but when you get to Littleton, there's a place in Acton called household goods. You'll have to look it up and that's where you can bring, oh, bring things. And it goes to um, immigrants and victims of abuse that had to leave their everything behind or people who are struggling and just setting up again, you know, and it's a a great organization. It's a wonderful organization. So we support that here. (laughs) Yeah. 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 So, okay. We have a couple questions that we always ask, or I always ask people, what Mm -hmm. is your go-to book? What are you reading while you're cooped up? So right now I am reading, um, I've, got, I've got a couple of volumes of it. It's called Imaging the Word, mm-hmm. and it's uh, like a big kind of a coffee table book. There are three volumes of it, and it takes like scripture lessons, and it puts art with it, and images mm-hmm. or movie clips, you know, the, the dialogue from movies or poetry, uh-huh. and just so it's it's not heavy reading it's not narrative reading it's just little bits and, and snippets of things that creative inspiration my mind yeah mm-hmm. oh, that's cool that's what i'm reading and what about cooped up food what is your cooped up comfort food Are so you um cookies i'm a <laughs> i'm, I'm we're, we're big into cookies right now so but not just any cookies um mcvitties digestive cookies with oh, the chocolate coating on top so good yeah <laughs> So I know, I know they're delicious. So because we're drinking a tremendous amount of tea here, mm-hmm. and we just 
and you know you have to have a little a little a little biscuit to go with your tea. So that sounds great. That's the way it's working. Mm-hmm. And how is Parker doing with online? Like not being at school, not being able to leave, and just getting kind of the boring part of school. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it's funny because he is a very industrious young man. So mm-hmm. he's. Uh, they g- actually gave them two weeks of spring break. So he only started classes this week. Okay. But so far it seems to be going well. Um, but again, because he's so industrious, he, he has two companies that he's running from his bedroom. Oh my goodness. Right now. So he does uh, feisty flags is one. There's custom flags, custom flag company. And then he's helping other kind of online businesses with Google ads. So he's just consulting wow. stuff. Wow. So yeah, he's, He's, uh, he's, he's pretty amazing. He is amazing. Tell him I said hello. I, I, I had will. the privilege Absolutely. of having Parker in my class, and he's a wonderful, wonderful person. Good human. <laughs> yeah, he is a good guy. Yeah. Um, well, the last thing we usually ask people, if you could say anything to your community at large, Millis, Maynard, Littleton, maybe we'll, we'll tag some people in Littleton with this. Um, and the greater world. What what would you want to say to people right now? So, this is a this is an unsettling time, and I think we need to be honest about that. Mm. But I'll tell you, I have a my niece is twenty three. She is a recent graduate of the University of South Carolina School of Nursing, and she is an ICU nurse mm. in Manhattan oh right God. now at twenty three. Wow. And. You know, the, the nurses are not allowed to hug or touch each other, you know, so they do this sort of sideways peace sign thing to one another that simply means you've got this. Mm-hmm. No matter how hard it is and it's hard, you've got this. You, mm. you, you can rise to the challenge. Wow. And I think that's the message that I, I want to, you know, share kind of from Katie through me to the world is, is that, folks, you got this. Yes, it's scary. Yes, this is unprecedented. And we really don't know what's coming next. Yeah. But we got this. We got this. We I have we have what we need. If we're if we're good to each other, if we can share with you know with one another what we have, mm-hmm. stop hoarding toilet paper. We got this. <laughs> so uh, that's my message. I love it. Hang that's on. fantastic. It's been great talking to you today. Talking Thanks. with you. you know, yeah. It's been so great talking with you too. Hopefully Thanks so much can... for, for thinking of me and reaching out. Yeah, maybe we'll check back in a in a week or two and see how you're doing with your packing. I'm very curious to see how this all goes. <laughs> Oh, yeah, me too. So, yeah, please do. Please okay. do anytime. I don't have much on my calendar right now. So, all right. Thanks so much for your time. It was Thank great talking you. With you. Okay. Take care now. Bye. That was Jennifer Monroe Nathans, one of my favorite uh, women leaders. She really is inspirational to me. She's a writer and she's just this phenomenally funny person who's so giving of her time. I don't think we touched on half the things that she does for the community as well. So lucky Littleton getting to have her as part of your community soon. Thank you, Jennifer. This has been Cooped Up, another edition, another episode where we are cooped up together. I'm here in Maynard, Massachusetts, talking with you, documenting history Really interested to hear what kinds of things you're doing while you're cooped up. If you'd like to be on my podcast, reach out to me. Uh, my email is dmanion at org, or you can find me on Facebook or Danielle Dentino Mannion. Um, follow us. Join the conversation. 
Thank you. We'll talk to you soon.